Welcome to Viseland, and you will notice this is our first episode where you're not going to see the split screen. We are in the same place at the same time. Yeah, looking forward at a screen rather than talking to each other. Talking to each other, yeah. <laughs> looking directly at you. We're like, it's like the debates, like we're talking to the people. Yeah. That kind of that action there. But yeah, Michael is actually in Los Angeles, came down to... Came down to visit me, and yeah, so this got us kind Came of down to visit Andrew. But yeah, yeah, my son Andrew was kind of a little bit more important, but also I, I happened to be here as well. He, he did, and you know, it got us really thinking this this week. You know, as far as what to talk about, we're talking about brothers. Yeah, in the NBA, actually, a suggestion from Jason's my wife, wife Jenica. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was like, "Hey, you should talk I about mean, this." I loved it. And then you, you, it got us thinking too, because you know this draft, the 2020 NBA draft, is also bringing in another brother duo to the NBA, because you're going to get Lamelo Ball to go along with Lonzo. So you know they could you know be on this list maybe in a few years. Who who knows? But yeah, it got us thinking about the best brothers in the NBA, and obviously it sparked you know some conversation about our rivalry as well that we've had throughout the years. You know, as far as which one of us was was better. So you know what we're going to do is we're, we're going to go through these you know these are kind of like the best brother combinations that are. Have have someone active in the NBA today, and then we're also going to like take a further look at like who's better? Is it the, the oldest, the youngest? And in one case, I think one case it's the middle, as well as a possibility. Ish. Yeah, it's a possibility. At, le- at least a couple. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're yeah. We, we um just went through ten pretty relevant brother pairings or trios. Uh. I, I know that like uh, the Jones brothers, um, like from the seventies and eighties, they had four. So that's that was pretty amazing. That's crazy. But yeah, there there are a few uh, trios in the NBA currently, and uh, mostly duos. Um, and yeah, we'll just go over them and kind of give you a, a some ten relevant NBA brothers. And we'll find out the age old question is: older, younger, who's better? Maybe. We'll, we'll see. Maybe. So we're going to start with, you know, we, we did this and we kind of have, have... Might be inconclusive. Yeah, we kind of write this. <laughs> it's like this kind of list is kind of based on a um, point total of the... Yeah, the we just, we're, we're going through the rundown by uh, their point total in the NBA. So that's, you know, that kind of gives you an aggregate of, you know, how they, how they were as, as a pairing. So we're going to start at the bottom. And who is our first brother combination? We have... I believe Jeremy came into the NBA first, but Jerry is actually the older brother, but Jeremy and Jerry and Grant. And we wanted to talk about how they... They're brothers uh, that came from a set of brothers in the NBA. Not a set. They came from one. One brother. <laughs> one, one brother combination. Of, they came from Harvey Grant. They came from but Harvey, yeah. but it's like, you know, Harvey was part of the... Harvey Horace and Harvey. Horace yeah. also played in the NBA and then... Indeed. Harvey gets two children into the league. You got Jeremy, Jerrion. I got to tell and you. And then he had, they have another brother who is playing in Bahrain currently, Jure. And he played for Clemson also. So just a family, family of. Family of Hoopers. And I got to say, Jeremy Grant is on my list of like off the court, super nice people. So always, always been a fan. Super, super nice guy. Every time I've come into contact with him, he's always, always cool. But yeah, kind of, kind of take a look at their, you know, point totals. You got. Jeremy is about 4,200 points for his career. Yeah. Jerry, about, what was he, about like 1,000-ish? Yeah. I, and if you guys watch the YouTube, you'll realize how much I actually, like, look at basketball reference and constantly I'm looking oh, at Oh, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, a, you uh, know what So, I yeah, th- this is like, may not be the best for chemistry, <laughs> but we're, we're trying. 
and uh, it's cool to do it live. But yeah, so we have uh, Jeremy Grant is a guy who's really come on like the last few years. So like last year in Oklahoma City, he was great as a role guy. Yeah, man, nice in the playoffs. Like the playoffs, he yeah. was really coming on. And then, uh, oh, and this year, yeah, with Denver, he was uh, very big time. And then he has a player option that we – I believe discussed where he is definitely not going to Sick. take the player option and uh, look, look for more money. Yeah. So yeah, he may be on the move this off season, but yeah, they, um, and Jerrion was like a really good point guard at Notre Dame. Um, he actually was the higher draft pick. So yeah, uh, Jeremy was the uh, 39th pick in 2014 and Jerrion is, he was the 19th pick in 2015. So, yeah, so the younger brother came into the NBA first, and Jerry had a full four years at Notre Dame. And – or, no, he had five years at Notre Dame. Yeah, he redshirted a year. You know what? I'll take, take the extra year, you yeah. know, hang out, live in the dorms. And, you know, he it seemed like in his third year in Chicago, he was kind of playing a little bit of a role. And then, uh, yeah, he's – been with Orlando and this year was with Washington and yeah didn't play very much he still, got, like the, he still, got, he still got that free trip to the bubble you know in Washington you know he got to be there for a few weeks so okay. yeah, that's cool. yeah. You know, take, yeah take what you can you got a couple weeks in Orlando out of that but yeah I definitely but the the Grant twins uh Horace and Harvey they combined for over 20,000 points over their NBA career um four NBA championship rings all by Horace, Horace. And Horace made that other finals. And an all-star game. And Horace made that other finals with Orlando, too. And he was, like, one of the key guys on that, like, Shaq, Petty, Orlando yep. team as well. He was actually on that Sports Illustrated cover where it's, like, Charles Barkley's looking into his glasses and it's, like, see you in the finals. Yeah, I remember that. that really, yeah, that was, like, a really, like, iconic, like, Sports Illustrated cover. And was apparently the snitch for Sam Smith, though he denies it. So, Yeah for the Jordan rules. Well, if you see how crazy Michael Jordan is, I would deny it as yeah. well. Cause like, I think, you know what happens when he takes it personally. Yeah. <laughs> kind of goes, kind of goes at you there, but yeah, basically, you know, looking at the grants, you know, Jeremy is right now the, the better of the, the two brothers. Yes. And he is the younger. He's the younger. So that is one point for, for team younger. Yes. You'll keep the points. <laughs> I will keep um, the points. I, I'm the one that cares about the points more than more than. More than I definitely than. care about them less than you. Very true. And see, we're competitive on even our <laughs> lack of caring. <laughs> that that sparks rivalry, tension. That's what life is about. I wish we could count all the one-on-one games we played and how much, how like way further ahead I am than you. But yeah. two, you had two extra years of eligibility. Not in the games that we played. You were older. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah, still am. Point maybe, being, maybe after this is, recording is done, we will find the nearest basketball court that is open and, and have a late-night aggression match. Yo, probably you not. freaking wish, buddy. <laughs> I would die. I, I, I'm not yeah. in that shape at this, at this exact moment. Um, but yeah, so we'll move on. And this is a very relevant one with one of maybe the best player in the NBA. He has two brothers that have played in the NBA as well. And that, that's amazing in itself. The fact that one of the brothers is a two-time NBA MVP this year, winning Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he has 10,602 points during his NBA career. If you add all the brothers together, his older brother, Thanasis, and then he has a younger brother, Kostis, and another younger brother, uh, Alex, currently uh, playing, I believe, in Greece. 
and he um he just had like a really big game um in I f- it was one of the lower leagues in in um was it Greece or was it Spain? Oh no, he's playing in Spain, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, because ACB is like a higher, higher, higher league. But... It's not ACB, oh. but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> never mind yeah. that. Nah. Um, yeah, he he wasn't playing in the ACB, but yeah, he was playing in one of the lower leagues, and he, but he had like twenty six points and six three pointers. I believe was like six of six. Uh, just had a huge game there, and so he, Alex Intentacupo, was uh, possibly going to college, and th- as we know, Costas went to Dayton, but um, yeah, Alex decided to play overseas instead. And he is, I think, six foot six with a seven foot two wingspan, something along those lines. So he's like one of the smaller members of this family. Yeah, well, Thanasis is like, you know, not much taller. Um, And I, like, Alex may indeed be like six, seven at this point or something along those lines, too. Kostas is around like six foot nine. Well, and Giannis is one of those guys, like, he grew after he came in the league, too. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I feel like he may have like grown a bit. Like, obviously, got stronger, which is something that happens to every player. Oh, well, hopefully, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think the the Giannis growing two inches thing is a bit overblown, and I think he was already six foot ten when uh, he came into the league. But um, cool sort of believe. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, people believe lots of things. But um, yeah, so their uh, their point total together. Giannis, 10,602, together 10,672. Yeah. Um, so we're adding 70 additional points, you know, with yes. the combination of the two. 61 from Thanasis, nine from Kostis. But how many rings between the three? Uh, there's uh, one, and it comes from Kostis and Tentacumpo. With who, the pack, on the package, it says care of LeBron James. Oh, indeed. <laughs> But and Anthony Davis, you got throw, yeah. throw an AD. Like, both, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was both of those guys together, but yeah, LeBron obviously uh, playing in the lion's share. Um, and yeah, so just amazing story there. And Thanasis was obviously like a NBA draft prospect as well. Um, yeah, it's just, he... It's always just, like, it's a lot of potential stuff with, with them. I know like the younger yeah. brother was a date, and you know, yeah, they kind of had that like, he got to the G. Okay, yeah. So Thanasis was, yeah, Giannis was drafted the year before, and Thanasis was drafted in 2014. He was the 51st pick by the New York Knicks. Which and, is, you know, that's, that's yeah. going to be bring you good things in life, you know, when the Knicks are drafting you. Yeah. Well, he was with the, the best regular season team for this year. And uh, maybe large part due to his brother. Hey, doesn't. I, I, I certainly don't think. Uh, it hurt that Costas had uh, the Intentacupo name, but uh, he was drafted and he, he played with Dallas and then he uh, was playing with the Lakers. Yeah, exactly. He was bouncing in the G League too, yeah. wasn't he? Like a little bit. Yeah. And then I will admit that during the Hoop Summit, when Costas Intentacupo did play, I was calling him Rostis because Harry Froling was owning him in practice which is was kind of a mis- mismatch at the time and then he also busted out he also busted out the greek flag during the lakers uh greek celebration and nigerian nigerian so, yeah brought him board. yeah so yeah they uh have definitely they'll be playing for greece but yeah nigerian roots i i believe their name before it was officially like uh changed into kind of the greek spelling was adeta kubo um but yeah they uh 
Giannis is just amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's, there's no doubt who is winning those matchups yeah. as, as a child. Giannis is just that, like a completely different tier than either yeah. one could hope to be. Yeah. So um, Seth Partnow from The Athletic had his NBA tiers and uh, 1A, I think, included, well, definitely included LeBron, included Giannis, included James Harden, and one other player. I think it was Kawhi. Yeah, so, Kawhi yeah. Um, yeah, hard, kind of hard to argue. And we'll see, yeah, like in Giannis. Those being the four. Obviously not not ex- happy with how his season ended this year. So it's no. like hopefully next year. Like hopefully. Uh, that- especially with him getting hurt. Like he had, like, yes, they were down 3-0 and like they were almost certainly going to lose. But he just came out in game four with like that huge head of steam. He had 19 points in 11 minutes. He, he was really balling. And then it, even if you look at his playoff statistics, like Giannis was hooping. It was just kind of the other guys weren't putting up their usual uh, numbers. And I, I think I mentioned this once before, but like Chris Middleton was one of like the worst players around the basket during the bubble. And also uh, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't guard Jimmy Butler because he didn't want to go against the coach. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah Interesting. Which is like the opposite <laughs> of what LeBron does because I don't think LeBron listens to his coach. Like he has like an – I don't coach. know. LeBron was pretty switch heavy too. But, uh, but he yeah. kind of like – sometimes he steps onto the people. Like he wants to kind of make that. Oh, well, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, I think if you talk to your coach and you say you'd like to defend somebody and you're one of the best perimeter defenders. Yeah, like LeBron gets like an over. Your coach would button. probably uh, maybe say, you know, think uh, that's not a bad idea. Uh, I would think Chris Middleton would get an override too, but who knows? Um, yeah, could be Budenholzer holds all the power. So, but Giannis, Giannis puts us in a, the first interesting situation in, in our, our keeping track because he is the yeah. middle brother. He is, but he's also the second oldest. So we'll give we'll give older. We'll give older. You, you're gonna you're gonna give it to older. Okay. We'll give it to older. Okay, he's older than Kosas. He is older than Kosas. And I guess we're just not even counting the masses. We're point. just we're just hoping you know like maybe Kosas next year really gets a rocket in there and decides to be better than his brother. Wouldn't probably not like bank on it. Yeah, but maybe maybe if he we'll plays see. maybe an NBA two K he can he can start at my player and. And take it to the level he, he needs. But yeah, Giannis is is the best of these these three and is always going to be, probably. Anything, yeah, yeah. Everything's yeah. everything, yeah, like to get to his level is I'm not. guessing Alex and Tentacupo is as well as he played in um the I shoot like I don't even think it was gold league. I think it was like yeah, it was some lower league. He was playing at the YMCA, yeah, and he got 26 pretty points. He's pretty pretty proud of himself. But yeah, Giannis, Giannis is like the... Yeah, I'm trying to look up. Yeah, like Giannis is like a, you know, one of the guys of this generation. Mm-hmm. And... Also, in Spain. Oh, L.E.B. Gold. Was he in L.E.B. Gold? Yeah, I don't know. So, you know... Whoever it was, yeah. He, uh... There's like... Alex and Sentacubo. Okay. You know, he's... He's, he, he had a big first game. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that. You know, and again, is it, has there ever been a four? I guess you said it in the seventies, but like four brother combination right now. Yeah. Oh, the Jones brothers. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be pretty yeah, crazy yeah. if they can do it in this day and age. Caldwell Jones was one of the guys that Magic Johnson jumped up against in uh, the NBA finals in nineteen eighty. Was yeah. the guy that yeah was the starting Caldwell. center for the the Sixers at that at that time? But so yeah, like was, if, if the Anthony Kumpos, not from a you know not from the USA, get four kids into the league like that is yeah. Super insanely impressive. For sure. And then, yeah, so the Jones brothers, it was Caldwell Jones, Charles Jones, Major Jones, and Will Jones. Lots of Joneses. Yeah. You could call them the basketball Jones. Uh, All right. 
Moving on, we have Goron and his brother Zoran Dragic. And this is our first um, introduction into the Rhyming Brothers, which is like, you you find that a lot more in college. You know, like I look at USC's history, you know, with Eric and Derek Craven and then Lodrick and Roderick Stewart, you know, back in in the days. But, you know, good on Goran and Zoran bringing bringing the, uh, the the rhyming names from Slovenia. And yeah, this one, Goran Dragic obviously had a fantastic playoffs this year and has been a, a great player for many teams, uh, Phoenix, San Antonio, um, and then this year for yeah, Miami. Right the heat, and then, you know, who knows what the future holds. Making, like, his first all-star team with Miami, like, at a pretty, you know, good age. Um, and then they have combined for 11,402 points. Goran has 11,374 of those. Um, so yeah, Goran's obviously made a, a nice NBA career and Zoran was kind of more of the, the Euroleague guy. Right now he's with Saski Basconia in the ACB. Um, he's still 31 years old. So yeah, he's uh, at three years or so younger than Goran. And um, yeah, like, you know, both uh, just can score in bunches. Like that's what they do. And this year Goran Dragic was... Doing that oh, at a very yeah. high level. Well, um, then that was such a difference for him hurt. being, yeah, being hurt in the, you know, and just not being able to go in the finals. Yeah, like, that the definitely hurt skills. Miami. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely killed their team. Yeah, he's a he's a point guard, and he's been like, yeah, Gordon's just been a great, you know, frustrating for opposing team point guards since he came to the league. I remember he and Sasha Vujacic used to fight all the time on the like Phoenix Lakers, mm-hmm. like back in back in the day there. But yeah, like definitely, obviously. The hat goes to, to Goran on this one, who also does happen to be older. So that's like another. Yeah. So, so far, older two, uh, younger one. Is that the score? That is the score. You're, that's the score that you're keeping? That I am keeping. And I, yeah, I'm, you know, going out on a limb. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's just like, it's interesting too, you know, like, do you think like the brothers get in the, the younger brothers get a little more buzz because they have, you know, like that lineage? Of having an older brother in the league, I think it kind of depends on how good they are. Well, it depends. Like, but Goran's, Goran's pretty. I mean, Seth Curry went undrafted, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, Goran, I, I, I think it's certainly you know like having that name, and then I think often people get compared to their brother, and sometimes they are two very different playing styles. Like I think in the case of Goran and Zoran, like they are somewhat similar. Similar, yeah. Um, but yeah, they uh and then I, I think a lot of the times like uh siblings will at least get a chance because uh sometimes like I, I know in summer league, like often it's the case where a team will have a sibling and their younger sibling will play on that team during summer league and possibly get a spot. JR JR Smith was able to do that. Yeah, his Charles brother, Smith. Yeah, his brother was, um, was I know um what was it? Caleb Landry, his brother, I think Marcus Landry was uh, another one. And yeah, it happens. Um, yeah, you you thought that maybe Leangelo Ball would get a, a Lakers roster. It's spot not too late for him, okay? Yeah. It's never too late. Obviously, Rage against the dying of lights. You know, big ball brand, it might be, you know, disintegrating. They might not, you know, LeVar's initial premonition of happening on the Lakers. Also, probably that that door is. How are the three billions doing? That's, that's what uh, I'm wondering. That door for the Lakers is probably closed and locked, and they threw away the key. Yeah, the, the NBA has lost a billion and a half this year, or came in with a billion and a half less, and 
I, I think the ball is my take. But hey, two, two, to, two to three yeah. kids is, isn't bad. And, you know, for delusional parents. Don't know? be sad. Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad. Um, and like, I'm sure Leangelo's a nice guy. He can do the, the pick and roll. That's where he picks up their clothes from the dry cleaner and rolls it on over to their house mm-hmm. to quote an SNL sketch. So, you yeah. know, like maybe, he, maybe he still has a role within, within the family. But moving on, we got, we got a good brother combination that comes from an NBA father. Come down, we got Clay yeah. and Michael Thompson. The first ever international number one pick. From Bahamas. 1978. Yeah. From University of Minnesota by way of Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Coming in. But yeah, yeah, Clay and Michael Thompson. And this is another one where uh, the, one of the brothers has scored quite a few more points than the other one. Uh, they're 12,013, and uh, Clay has 11,995 of those points. Yeah, Michael got a, like a little, like a little run because like he played in the G League and then who yeah. called, called it? Like he yeah, got like a call. Uh, caps. Yeah, he got yeah. like a little like mini call up, but yeah, unfortunately, like long term NBA was not his. You know, going to be in the cards for him coming out of Pepperdine. Yeah, so pretty amazing. No, like, so- his, his dad gave them kind of like the kind of the same name, except the his is spelled with an E, whereas dad's is spelled with an A. Um, he went to Pepperdine. Played four years there. He's played with a bunch of teams in the G League. And then he played with Pallacanestro Varese of Italy. And uh, yeah, he's been kind of out of basketball or out of playing basketball since I think 2015. Clay Thompson, as we know, is one of the best players in the NBA. Missed this year due to his, the injury he unfortunately suffered in the final game of the finals. Um, and yeah, he, uh, just such a bummer. Like it, it was really a drag not having Clay Thompson. Oh, totally. Cause he's just one of the best shooters in shooters NBA history. And doesn't need to dribble. Like yeah. he can dribble the ball like three times a game yeah. and still have like, but still can dribble. So yeah. No, no, totally. Pull-ups. But just like um, catch, catch and shoot. And yeah. I remember actually as when they were a lot younger as children, they actually grew up in, in Portland and I was able to see them at our, at a, the gym that we, we go to. I was able to see them with their dad. They were shooting around when they were younger, and it was pretty cool because I was again a point in my life where I realized like NBA is not in the cards for me. Mm-hmm. These guys maybe. Like, yeah. like there's a chance. There. I think the genetics certainly help. They were they you know they were they were still kids, but yeah, like they were a lot taller and you know better at shooting than I was. But super athletic family. Their their other brother Trace actually played in the major league baseball for a while. He's playing for the mm-hmm. Dodgers, White Sox. He's out of baseball as well, but I think they can hold their you know, heads pretty high with Clay and, and Michael, the dad still does some, some commentary for, I believe the Lakers on the radio and some other teams as well. So you, mm-hmm. you still find him around the league, like super, super nice family. Love Michael Thompson. Really, really nice guy. Got to go to his basketball camp. But again, what, what is Clay though? Is Clay not younger? He is younger. Two, two, Boom, we're tied. Yeah. And, uh, I think you're, you might be pulling ahead here. Um, we have Taylor and Blake Griffin as our next brother pairing in this case. You know, and again, they did the, they did the cool thing, you know, because so far, like a lot of, we've had some international. We've also had some people that played at different colleges. This is the first one they played together in college, like specifically yeah. Blake hung around because he wanted, you know, to play college with his brother. Yeah. Well, you, it, it seemed like after Blake Griffin's freshman year, he easily could have left and been. Oh, he was yeah, he was, he's at that pick. level, yeah. Um, and he decided to stick around, I guess, for like his brother's senior year. 
And this was another brother who I think kind of got like a, a roster spot. He was like Taylor was drafted, but yeah, he like I think he stuck around maybe a little bit longer because of Blake Griffin. Um, he didn't have a long NBA stint, but he played pro I think in a few other places, and uh, he had he was drafted by Phoenix. He was. The uh, 48th pick in the 2009 draft that Blake Griffin went number one in. And he um, played like eight games, scored 10 points. We got to put Griffin on the back of somebody's jersey you know, yeah. in this draft. Just like, and hey. now, like, as far as, like, Team Griffin, uh, which is big in Oklahoma in the EYBL, um, t- I think Taylor is kind of in charge of kind of dealing with that and uh, getting into some coaching at this point. Yeah, and like, what's what's the point total again? Because this is another one. That's this like is a, another a staggering, you know, like thirteen thousand four hundred eighty-nine points with um, Taylor scoring ten of those. So yeah, <laughs> this is a, a mostly Blake Griffin job. Um, Blake Griffin still a good NBA player. Yeah, still, still got still got miles on him. Adding adding to um, you know his point total, I. I would think for the next at least a few years has had injury issues during the years, but he, um, yeah, I guess the, the main question is whether he'll stay with the Pistons or be traded. And yeah, like I think that, uh, there, there's a chance that some team might want Blake Griffin. Yeah. I think he still has a lot. I mean, he's yeah. added some, like, some shooting to his, his game. For sure. That was, that was sure. not there when he first came. He always had, like, he's always been such a great, like had a really good handle. Um, the, the shooting was something that was a pleasant addition as he got older. Uh, yeah, the, I, I think very few people would have thought Blake Griffin would be shooting. And, of course, with his, like, insane athleticism and strength. Um, you yeah, know, but, that, but that obviously, you know, that always fades it does. in the career. You know, you can't be the most athletic person the but first yeah. year. In the but obviously, I, I think skill set is a huge reason why he's still – as good as he is and, can you just, can you you just know, imagine that like yeah like blake griffin being your younger brother and like just watching that guy dunk all over <laughs> like that's a that's a tough one-on-one yeah matchup I think. oh maybe like yeah. like on a, like you know again like on a black top like yeah. Blake griffin showed up yeah not, yeah not, yeah, not, yeah. Not so the, the athleticism difference between the two was pronounced pretty astounding yeah. yeah pretty staggering so again we're, we're giving a point here for the for the younger yes so it's three? Three to two. Three to two. Our next brother NBA guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Guys that are related. This one is neck and neck. Um, and it's a pair of twins. It's a pair of twins. And they also played in college together. And they, they played did. in the NBA a little bit together. Yeah. <laughs> together yeah, yeah. Well. So it's they, like, they had hoped to play in the NBA together for at a the long jobs, time. They, they, did play they took less money to play yeah. together. Only to be screwed by an organization that has kind of screwed many people, the Phoenix Suns. But um, yeah, the Phoenix Suns actually drafted Markeith, and he was the, the 13th pick. And then uh, Marcus was the 14th pick. And uh, yeah, so they went right after each other. I remember them crying and like, uh, you know, him saying like, that's my dude and like stuff like that. It was I honestly, it was emotional for me. Well, you wonder like, for some I, I usually kind of like roll my eyes at that stuff. That, that was pretty emotional. Well, you, you wonder for some of those guys, especially twins, you know, like you're, you're in that same age, you know, so you never separate. Oh, man, yeah. You like, never those separate. Guys, those guys like, always wanted to hang out. Yeah, because like when you're, when you're 
Oh, no, I've, I've, I saw them hanging out. They actually yeah. came into where I used to work with the Thomas Robinson. Yeah. Like yeah. they had a little Kansas gang going, but yeah. like, yeah, like like a lot of other bro- brother combinations. Like you look at Blake and Terry Griffin. It's like okay, you're you're a few years apart, so it's like you know, he's in high school, I'm in middle school. He starts college, I'm in high school. Like you're not playing together, but it's like when you're twins, like you could literally play together at every conceivable level, every conceivable moment. Yeah. So you know, like and obviously they did that in college. So you know, jumping. And these, in. these guys are like almost identical in every way. Like I, I think um, Markeith measures out like a little bit bigger, but they're pretty close. And their games are slightly different. Like, Keefe was always more of, like, the big. And, um, but, like, you know, had the nice shooting touch from outside. And they, they both had, you know, solid skill sets and good uh, physical attributes. And uh, Marcus Morris Sr. now was uh, more of the wing. Um, now I think, you know, Marcus is kind of sliding in, like, the 3-4 combo and – you have Keith at kind of the four five. Yeah, like a smaller, smaller ball. Like yeah, yeah. Keith, Keith fits in and the five. Both of them were in fantastic position to win NBA championships this year. Only one of them got to do it. <laughs> Only one of them did. One of them plays a larger role. And the, Marcus Morris Sr. seems to be the the better of the two. They're like neck and neck as far as point totals. Um and yeah, I just feel like going forward, like I think Marcus has made more NBA money and going forward is kind of like the more, uh, the, I guess, higher ranked commodity of the two. And um, Marcus at this point, 7,326 points scored in the NBA. Markeith is at 7,286. So they're like really, really close. Really close. Yeah, That's a 40 points. point yeah. difference. So 14,612. Um and yeah, they, uh, they, you would think they still have uh, at least a few good years left. You know, like Marquis, I mean, proved that, you know, coming in, yeah. playing, playing his role, that, you know, when he came in for the Lakers, because he came in midseason, right, for the Lakers. Marquis? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah he was a late season addition. That's what I, I, but, yeah. He was with Washington. They have the picture of uh, Keith. Oh, he and Dwight Howard. Howard. Yeah. 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 Those, those proud Washington Wizards alums, you know, doing, yeah. doing in LA. And then uh, the Clippers, after trading like a whole ton of first round picks uh, in the Paul George trade, decided what's one more? And they <laughs> decided to give the Knicks a first round pick for Marcus Morris senior this year. And for a while, it looked like it was going to work out. And, you know, in the playoffs, I remember Marcus was shooting quite well. Um, but yeah, just uh, did not sustain, unfortunately. But hey, they're they're both you know they're not playing together on the same team. They're still playing in the yeah. same city. Keith was big time in the Houston Rocket series. He was uh, just a nice bench addition. I know the lineup of like kind of Keith at the big, LeBron, um, I guess like either Kuzma or some other wing and a couple guards like gave the Lakers quite a bit of success. And uh, even Keith, you know, could play next to Anthony Davis. Um, I think the thing he is most famous for is throwing the ball away at the end of game five of the NBA finals. Um, and uh, that, was, that was a pretty... Uh, he redeemed himself, luckily. Well, he was instrumental in game four. Uh, had 19 points, was very big. And then I, I think in, in game six, he more than redeemed himself. Well, maybe he felt like he was in the, the movie The Sixth Man. Where there there is a there is a brother there and he thought he was passing it to him but it was a ghost. 
No. I, I don't think no, that would have worked. Not going yeah. to take it there. I don't know if the brother could have done things to make Anthony Davis get that ball. <laughs> yeah. I just was, don't it was think. A, you know, but, but okay, here's, here's the question on that play. Yeah. His play at the end of that game or J.R. Smith? Oh, no question. It's obviously J.R. Smith. Yeah, because I think and, yeah. like I think like he was kind of like you know like in a like in a hurry frazzle situation yeah. where it's like yeah, yeah. there wasn't that much time left anyway. Like there wasn't like too much that, that could have been done. But like yeah, J.R. Smith did have a lot of time left on the shot clock yeah. to like possibly make something happen. But yeah, yeah two finals blunders from LeBron, and you wonder like people wonder why like LeBron sometimes has this vein on his forehead. That, like, like I guess I guess the the one thing with Keith is it, like it was actually so little time left and they were behind yeah but yeah the jr smith thing I yeah it was like just think it was, was fairly, it was fairly inexcusable because yeah, yeah like you got a lot of time left especially since the lakers got like a good look right before then yeah and, and that, uh, that was their they, initial look like they didn't dump it in you know pass it into him and then he just chucked it out of bounds like yeah. kind of got a rebound and like yeah yeah so moving on we've got a trio of brothers and when what the youngest brother came out um he did like kind of like a cool deal with uh his other two brothers and it's just kind of rad that they all played in the nba together two of them even played together this year on indiana and that is the oldest being justin holiday but drew holiday was actually the first one drafted of the three brothers and um then aaron holiday was uh the last uh drew and aaron both went to ucla Justin went to Washington, Washington. and so a lot of Pac-12 love there. Yeah, and, and they're like they're LA, they're oh, LA, LA, yeah. LA guys. LA guys. I actually remember we saw Aaron Holiday play in high school, and he was playing Didn't for Ray he? Romano's son. Yeah, because I remember you said like we were sitting in the stands, like oh look at Ray Romano over there. I thought you were just like making fun of some guy. That no, that like, was straight up Ray Romano. Like, yeah, that is literally Ray Romano. Yeah, um, I saw Aaron Holiday also play in uh, Nike Global Challenge when he was in high school, and he did not play exceptionally well and i remember one of the parents of another player was like that guy is a hog and uh, <laughs> but yeah the, the other player unfortunately never drafted um aaron holiday was the i believe 26th pick in the draft and um looking like he's going to get some burn with indiana over the next little while um certainly has some quickness and you know shooting ability you know, he's been on like um, you know he and drew have been on a better you yeah. know justin's kind of bounced i always remember like hearing like aaron holiday being better than drew holiday like being like the one with the most potential of all the holiday brothers i i don't see it i think drew was the the money holiday and he is um a very very consistently yeah consistent. and another player like beyond blake griffin who could be on the trading block this summer um yeah, or summer. God, <laughs> I, I'm so discombobulated yeah. with the end of the NBA. I, mean, I think it's so programmed. This in our, winter, <laughs> it's so programmed in our heads to think like free agency, summer draft, summer. Yeah. But yeah, it's like okay, winter is coming. Winter is coming. So possibly in this off season, that could this off season that that could be very. That's why I should have said very quick turnaround. Possibly, yeah, maybe Christmas come back. But again, who knows? But yeah, look, looking at three brothers. You know, obviously career-wise, yeah. Drew's the only one that's made an all-star team. Drew is just a really good defender. Yeah. It can do so much on the floor. Has really good size. Um, yeah, just has done well in playoff settings and helps teams win games. No, totally. And I think, yeah, I think, like, you know, the, the case for him on the block. Suffered many injuries, but, yeah. 
of course, it's like New Orleans is probably going to want to go. You know, they have their, their they have yeah. Lonzo, so they have a point guard. They got you know. Well, Brandon. Stan Van Gundy, I'm sure, is loving uh, having Drew Holiday, but yeah, they they might be looking to for like a money, yeah. like a money to like what you're trying to work with kind of situation. Yeah, that could be. You're probably going to want to want to do it, but yeah, like basically gain everybody on the same timeline, basically. You know, yeah, Aaron and Aaron and Drew were both, and a lot of teams want a guy like Drew Holiday. Like they feel like that might be no, you can still, piece. Like, he totally still contribute. You imagine him with like the Clippers or something? Like, no, that'd be yeah. like a really, yeah, that'd be like a super solid addition there. I can't imagine Paul George on the Pelicans, but may get like a third team in there. Who knows? Yeah, Pelican. Yeah. Well, it'd be playoff P on the Pelican. There'd be a lot of alliteration. No, a lot of alliteration. Paul playoff P. Playoff Pelican. Paul Pelicans. Mm, yeah, pulling. We could make some pranks. sort of newspaper headline out of it, but plain like poop. But yeah, just just you know, <laughs> Justin's kind of bounced bounced around. Like he was on Golden State for a bit. He was G League and up. Yeah, and then he he's stuck around. Justin is uh yeah he was, you know, I think he had like some pretty decent minutes with Indiana this year. Well, obviously, Indiana season obviously not ending in the playoffs the way they would have liked either because they still, they got you know yeah he, he was averaging twenty five minutes per game eight point three points like you know nice that's, role that's, player on a playoff team no, they were they were actually the four seed over Miami too they won that last game of the regular season not that Miami didn't uh, thoroughly whoop their ass but um, a lot of injuries and things going on there but yeah still coming together and winning that last game. I thought, like, they played in the bubble, like, uh, seeding games. I thought they played really well, so. And I yeah. think, like, pound for pound out of all these, you know, brother combinations that have to, like, step on the court together. Like, I think the holidays would be pretty Oh, they're tough. good. Pretty yeah. tough in a game, a game of threes. But obviously, if we're going to have to pick one, it, again, is going to go to the, that middle spot of Drew. Yes. Drew just being there. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's another brother um, beyond the three. And, yeah, I give it to Drew. Um, and he is the middle brother, so that's kind of like a wash. And then, um, yeah, because because again, I think that because the, then if we're gonna call that, you know, you have to fight between the the oldest and the youngest, and I think the youngest better than the oldest, so we'll, we'll call it a tie overall. Sure. And um, <laughs> on this, but on yeah, this Drew, Drew Holiday has eleven thousand three hundred fifteen of their fifteen thousand seven hundred thirty-six NBA points. Yeah, and like, and you know, again, Aaron, Aaron's just you know, oh, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. cracking on. Yeah, it. and they're well, well, also active players, so they uh, maybe they'll pull ahead of uh, this next duo, but I have a feeling that's not happening. Um, it's just kind of unbelievable to me that like Stephen Curry ranks as highly as he does. Though I guess like you know, with like Magic and Larry, like their like career totals probably aren't like insane because they only played like eleven or twelve seasons. Um, but Stephen Curry, like to me, this is like only, only has 16,419 NBA points, um, which is kind of crazy considering like, you know, people have him as like, uh, one of the 15 best players of all time. Um, and it's hard to argue against that because he has had like this prime that is oh, totally. And the way he, the way special. he shoots the ball, it's like, again, like, I think oh, being the, you know, as, as a child history. getting to the game, I think like Dale Ellis was like the record holder at the, at the time. And it was like, you know, maybe nine times or a change. No, no, totally. It was like 900 threes or something like that. And it was like, Steph does that in a season, yeah. like ever, like year in, year out. And it's like 20, you know, 25 ish years ago. Like that was the record, Yeah, you know, up for a career. And now he's doing it like year in, year out. Like it's, it's crazy. And it's just, um, again, their, their father played in the NBA, good shooter, you know, Seth, good shooter, Steph, 
the greatest. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, like just all time. Yeah. Dell was a fantastic shooter and just like had a beautiful looking shot too. quick release. And then Stefan just has this insane release, insane range, and can do it in so many different ways. And then it's interesting um, too, because both of yeah. them are, you know, they're, they're playing in the NBA. Obviously great, good, you know, good to great shooters. Yeah. Neither one got love from the father's alma mater for, for college. Yeah, that was... You know, like for, so Virginia Tech, like really, really dropped the ball times two here. Honestly. Like, I, I know that they weren't necessarily like the guys you see in the NBA today, but it seemed like uh, they both came into college and like kicked ass right well because didn't like seth like lead the ncaa he played for liberty his freshman year i don't like, think one of the led ncaa the, lead, like, yeah, he, but he was like very he was high more, like the leading on, like, the freshman scores scores and then, yeah. he, and then he transfers like to he Duke. he averaged a 20 piece for liberty and uh, oh god yeah he played for liberty um yeah, played, <laughs> not, not, that's, a, that's his own set of problems <laughs> but, i mean i i've kind of forgot like, like like i remembered he played for liberty but i, I to me, it wasn't Liberty at the time, and now I know more about yeah. it, and you're just like, screw that. Uh, luckily, he went to Duke after yeah. that. Which and is, as much as you hate Duke, yeah. compared to Liberty, Duke is like a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. an amazing place. Of... Yeah. <laughs> Duke is on a, a different level there. Um, yeah, it's hard for me not to like Duke more than Liberty. <laughs> yeah, and this, um, and this coin toss, yeah, 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 you gotta go with the other. For show. Um, but yeah, so... Um, Seth has a really nice three extra years at Liberty. Like he does have to take, yeah, he even take like took the. Uh, he says, yeah, he says out the year due because yeah, he transferred out. Transfer, and uh, yeah, we may have a guest at our podcast soon, but yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, he's just he's been a tremendous shooter, and he's more of a kind of a, like you know shooting off movement off the catch like that kind of thing not necessarily uh with the ball handling duty and uh all the other things that stefan brings to the the table and uh which one is older jace that would be steph okay yeah steph is older oh so like uh this guy who's like a top 15 player of all time and then his brother is nowhere close to that. but his brother is you know doing it doing all right he's finding a good role for you know he's kind of like i mean i like seth curry more but <laughs> I think, like, I think he Seth, was a blazer after yeah, all. He was a blazer. No, I think like, I think Seth has like found a nice role in in the league. Like, yeah. But oh, for sure, Steph. Obviously. I I really I actually do really appreciate Seth Curry. But yeah, Stephen. And then again, when we talk revolutionary, about, when we talk about the Curry brothers, it's always key to go look up this old Toronto Raptors video. Love it. That talks about the, talks about them and shows them like shooting yeah. around at that. Like that that's super. And my favorite moment of the video is. Sidel Curry, they are, um, and so it's actually, it's funny because Seth and uh, Stefan are shooting against each other and they ask who won and Seth won the shooting competition they were having. And it's, Stefan even admits it. Like Stefan's not like arguing or anything like that. It's like, oh, Seth won. And um, then um, Seth has a basketball and Sidel Curry has a basketball and uh, Paul Jones is talking with, um, Dell and Sonia and Stefan tries to get the basketball from Sadell and she just rips that thing. She's like, no way, buddy. Like, and the look on her face, it, it's, it's gold. It's a basketball. It should have many more views it's than a, it does. It's a basketball family. Yeah. Like they just, yeah, they came up, but they came Plus, up. Plus Sadell Curry is uh, married to Damian Lee who Not plays sure. for the Warriors. Yeah. They stay in the NBA. This, yeah. this family. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, I think, yeah, Steph, obviously all time amazing, but basically the, you know, the moral on this one too, is like, again, Del Curry sends two kids to the league. His alma mater doesn't get either one of them. Like Crazy. Virginia tech, get your basketball life together. Yeah. Cause I don't know. It was Seth Greenberg still there for Seth? I don't know, but either, either way you'd think like, his name is even freaking Seth, Seth. Yeah, like, I think what Steph Curry did what he did, you just, like, give, like take the waiver. Just give, I know. <laughs> just give, like, the, give, like, the honorary like, scholarship. Oh, like, God. We didn't take his brother, and this guy's not even as good as him. Yeah, Damn. like, like I, 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 yeah. Just, oh, yeah, he was there. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, definitely, like. 2003 to 2012. Greenberg, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like I understand, like, like, like you're not gonna get. We have the same haircut, but that's about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not always gonna get the, um, the next generation of you, you know, like, your, you know, alumni. Like, yeah. you know, in the case of Oregon, obviously Kevin Love decided to go elsewhere, but that wasn't for lack of trying. And like, we could have recruited Colin, but we didn't. We didn't. But we didn't miss anything there. <laughs> like, that was different. That was no, very that, different. Yeah, like, you know, like trying for somebody, but yeah, like not even giving them the love. Yeah. Like that's the thing that like really hurts <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's uh and then both of them you know turn turned into the league and yeah again like and then seth also you're you know, just like like work ethic and everything like that ends up like, in the yeah. acc as well oh, like yeah. at duke like yeah. out of school i know and yeah, like, at duke and like probably saving a special game for virginia tech every every time oh totally so, like yeah. the college basketball is fueled by spike games like when people go back to their home state Tyler dorsey home, baby yeah their hometown and just like let a lot of talking with it. robbie about that game that, the game that we went to and oh yeah, yeah with the arizona. tyler dorsey yelling at the arizona bench because he had a, a little beef there he previously committed to arizona obviously they, uh, ends up signing and they took alonzo trier instead and yeah it was uh yeah we, we it worked out for the ducks um and I think for Tyler. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to go with the older brother. And then I, I think uh, we're moving a little bit of a trend here, I, I see at the end. Um, so let's move on to another. This is a pair of brothers. Very, they may not be completely identical, but they're damn close. They're, they're pretty, pretty close. In, in, not identical in games, though. Uh, their their game is. They've is always quite had a separate different. a separate game, and we're talking Brooke and Robin Lopez yes. played together at Stanford, and it was kind of like the thing I remember, especially at the time we were we were in school as well, and it was like Brooke's got the offense, Robin's got the defense, like that was yeah. kind of like their their reputation on. I remember around draft time, people were even saying like, oh, you know, like Robin might be the better NBA prospect and stuff like that, and I like I remember seeing Brooke Lopez and Robin Lopez at Stanford and being like. Well, one of them looks a lot better to me. Yeah, because like, um, like, a Brooke, you could I, but, reliably give the ball to. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. Rolo had like a good, like, he was a good hustle energy guy. And for a while, like, Robin Lopez was, so when he came to the Blazers, I think I really grew to appreciate Robin oh, Lopez. Oh, totally. Like, what he I brings. think he kind of like rejuvenated LaMarcus Aldridge and uh, made him a better rebounder. Like, that that's just what he does. He, like, is one of those like Steven Adams types who like boxes out and makes your team a better rebounding team, does all like the little things on defense and then is really good at getting garbage buckets. Um, But yeah, the better one is the the one minute older, supposedly Brooke Lopez. And And all-star he made one all-star team or has he made a couple? Brooks made it. I think Brooks he's made, made a few. Like he's you yeah. know throughout the, throughout his, his time in the league. And no, he's just made the one. Yeah, because oh, you are he's, correct. He's the kind of guy. He's for added, Brooklyn. 
He added some stuff to his game as, as soon as well. they went to Brooklyn. He's, he steps out now and shoots a three. And it's, it's cool. This, this Brooke played for Brooklyn. <laughs> this this season, 2019-2020, they actually got to play together in Milwaukee. So that was their they first did. time in the league playing together. They did, yeah. So Brooke made the All-Star team in 2013. This year, the guy who everybody used to kind of rip on for not playing defense and for getting like under six rebounds per game – um, made the all-defensive second team. No, he's, he's improved on that end for sure. Guy has been killing it. And, um, yeah, he – and then the other thing that he did, um, always had great touch, but he expanded his range. Yeah. And then starting in 2017, that last year in Brooklyn, he started taking a lot of threes and hitting them at a very good rate. And so not only, like – so got traded to the Lakers, uh, or did, I think he signed. He signed, signed, with, the he signed with the Lakers. But that was not a good. Yeah, yeah that it was not a good time about the Lakers yeah. either. And well, and then the the other crazy thing was like um, his first year with Milwaukee, he was making like nothing. He made like three point three million dollars or something like that. And yeah, he um, I think was a, a great signing for them, and um, just was a, a big piece of why they were the caliber of team that they were this year during the regular season, like averaging over 10 points per game. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's still, yeah. He's a reliable offensive bit. Like he's always had a nice, yeah. nice touch. And then, and then Robin brings great, yeah. you know, energy to defense. You know, I, th- like, I think Brooks defense during the playoffs, I, I you could probably say both of their defenses, like uh, is maybe a tad less effective. Um, but yeah, like Brooke still great with verticality and, um, just rim protection and he is, they're just both so big. Yeah. And I I remember like, uh, I think it's a story I brought up here, but, um, they had a brother named Alex Lopez who was a really like big time player when he was, uh, younger in California. And then Sports Illustrated had an article talking about his two-year-old twin brothers who they predicted would grow to be seven foot two. And they were not really that off. Yeah, they were like, pretty, pretty, pretty good, especially for, you know, Sports Illustrated, who's, you know, made some mistakes. <laughs> two huge, yeah. smart, and funny guys. No, totally. Like Robin, Robin Lopez, obviously, if you've ever seen his mascot, you know, in his wrestling videos that he and Giannis have, He's a character. have put on. But the other thing is, is crazy, too, because they are like six, 11, seven feet. Yeah. In high, they played together, you know, like in high school with Quincy Pondexter, who also played for Washington, played in the NBA. And then I've, I, I have a friend who was also from that. They're, I think they're from like Central California, you know, Fresno area. And he says his high school beat them, which I'm like, yeah. I think it's crazy that like I have like a school with like, especially like a public local. Didn't school. they play with Jason Siegel? I want to say Jason Siegel might play. Maybe too, but like either way, like yeah. Quincy Pondexter, you know. Went on to be pretty good in his in his own right. I think Siegel may have been the reason they lost. But then, like six I'm eleven, sorry. like six eleven, seven feet, like two of them. There's two. Yeah. It's like it's like in the, the social network when the, one of the Winkle bosses like I'm like this big and there's two of me. Like yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, especially at the high school level. It's like two freaking seven yeah. kids that are like talented. Well, I remember like Kiski Prep had uh, the Bular brothers and no, uh, and I'm another talking, six talking, foot eleven guy. I'm talking talented. Yeah, like, true enough. Like talented. Bul- like, Bulars weren't Lopez level. Yeah, I think like like with Brooks' offensive touch, like, but they were bigger. <laughs> oh, bigger for sure. I mean, that's I think I think Sim when we met Sim at that um, tournament, biggest guy, I've ever probably met. the biggest guy I've ever met. And I've yeah. met a lot of like 
And but Tamvir before that was my my Rolodex of NBA guys that I have I've interacted with and met and talked to and yeah. stood next to is is pretty extensive and definitely still the biggest guy. Sim is like a one finger like handshake guy like where his one finger is probably as big as your whole hand. Yeah, like, I think he touched my shoulder enormous. on that the handshake. Yeah. Like the guy's a. And it's funny because we we saw him that we saw him at this we were at this uh, basketball tournament and he was with a former Oregon Duck, Tuan Porter. Who's on the other end of the spectrum at five foot six? Yeah. So like seven foot four, five, whatever. Sim still is. towered over this guy. But, still, still, you know. still way bigger than me. I was still, you know, honored to meet both of them. But yeah, it was, it was, it was a good because they played together. Tawan was getting more burn in uh, in the Raiders. G League. Yeah. yeah, well, because he can shoot the ball. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like they played, you know, okay at New Mexico State. They were, they were kind of, kind of doing their, th- doing their thing. And then so before we get into the, uh, the final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are some other? We got the Plumleys, your favorites. We got Miles, Marshall, Martian, Matthew, like just a bunch of M names. I think like the Onion did a thing. Making, Malachi, Malcolm. Yeah, the, the Onion did a thing. It's like Mississippi, oh, Mo. Oh, yeah, like Duke discovered that like there's some rock in Indiana and under <laughs> it there's like five more yeah. Plumley yeah. brothers. Lots of Plumleys. Yeah, that's up on Yeah, the Pumleys. Um, and then we know Mason had the unceremonious game three, or it was game three, right? Or no, game two. Game two, where he hit the. Yeah, it was game two oh, the of the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, he's never. He uh, was communicating on defense, and yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of let someone buy him. Kind of left, uh, left Anthony Davis with a little daylight. Um, you got, yeah. you got. I mean, the hands. I mean, the, Tyler Hansborough's not in the NBA anymore, but Tyler and Ben Hansborough both played in, played the league. Yeah. As far as guys now, I mean, Let, yeah. let's like as far as classic ones, you had like two of the premier scorers of the '80s, uh, Dominique Wilkins and, and Gerald uh, Bernard King, had brothers Gerald Wilkins, and then um, with Bernard King's brother was Albert King. A book I will recommend that I remember reading as a kid and loved was Heaven is a Playground by Rick Tellinger. And that featured Albert King heavily. No, he's Albert still still had a nine-year career. I think he was getting like 10, yeah, 10 oh, And you know, Joe Wilkins was a pretty okay player, you know, in his own right. And then his son ended up also playing in playing yeah. in the NBA. So like yeah, that kind of kept that there. Obviously, he had the Berries times three. Yeah. So you had John, Rick, Brent. Yeah, not John. No, it was. Uh, I think it was Drew. Drew, yeah. The, the Rick is about. the dad. I'm, Rick is the dad. Rick is the dad. But you know, Canyon played for a college in Charleston. And then Brent, and the, I think they end up going to Miami. I think he might have played a year at Miami too. But yeah, I know. Either way, Just, yeah. Brent went to Oregon State, so that's yeah. terrible. But um, he did yeah. win a dunk contest dunk by wearing contest. a warm up jacket and just being. Yeah, a white man can't jump kind of kind of storyline and doing the, the same dunk twice. Yeah, basically every time, and they're like, yeah, good enough yeah. at this point. Like, let's just give the trophy to him so we can go home and why and don't get you just sleep. give him the trophy? Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's just continue to these last brothers. And sadly, and sadly, we thought we were going to be one of these brother combinations in the NBA. Like that, that didn't is, necessarily get the hype portion of that. Yeah, no, totally. We had the the um, the dream for it. You yeah. know, just the. Desire, skill, hustle, heart, enthusiasm, talent. All of those I, things. Those were lacking on us. But we were, yeah. you know, obviously every, I think every brother combination that steps out on a court together. If we played like basketball, we probably still wouldn't be that great. But like, we like We would be better. I we think like it. playing it. it. We'd be better. We'd be better. Like, yeah. but I, yeah, I still don't think like, yeah, we still have some ways to go. I think the 
psych outs would hurt our feelings eventually. Oh, we take it way but, too personally. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with that. Like, if you're making fun of me, like it's, it's gonna hurt. It cuts, it cuts deep. But the, the, the final, the final pair is also cool because I think they're the only one in this, in this case that were actually traded for each other at one point. Yeah, we're talking Pow and Mark Gasol. Yes. And it, it's kind of interesting when we look at that trade. So, so Mark was drafted by the Lakers. It seems like an absolute steal at the time for the Lakers. Oh, totally. It's, yeah. it's, it's, and like, cause Mark was kind of viewed as this, like he's Powell's younger brother. He's super overweight, kind of played high school in the U S and then ended up going back to Spain. And like, he was kind of written off, you know, he was kind of like a draft and stashy type. Like yeah. they had his, the Lakers had his I think his he rights. got a lot better in Spain and got into better shape. No, I know, I know talking, I know talking to, I've, yeah. I've met their mom and we talked about that. And she was like, yeah. the system in Spain is like a lot better at like preparing kids for that level. Like that was her, her thought, you know, having Mark have played in high school in the U.S. and then gone and like worked professionally. And then, yeah, it was this trade in and Powell was great at that time playing on the Grizzlies, but never really getting to that next level. He gets traded to the Lakers. And yeah, so it's one of those trades you look back on. And it's like, it's interesting. I think both teams got got what they, they wanted out of that trade. I think one team got a lot more. Well, I think, and I think, that was the championships that Pau Gasol yeah, well, Obviously, the Lakers needed <laughs> someone they could play immediately. Yeah, yeah. And Pau and Kobe obviously yeah. gelled. And then, but Mark got further in Memphis than Pau ever did. Yeah, and that's yeah. why like, Mark was kind of like the, the backbone of that like, grind city team. You know, he was that center for, forever until he got traded. Won a defensive player of the year. So he got traded to Three Toronto. all-star games. Yeah, and he, he won the, that championship in Toronto. Like, yep. Both, both super good. And I think that's like, very key. Powell on the Lakers, like just kind of manning that high post with Kobe, like he was killing it. Oh yeah. Uh, what and I think the second finals, like their game scores are like almost identical. Like it, it was pretty close. There, there are still people, and I think these people are quite wrong, who say like Pau Gasol was the better between Kobe, he and Kobe for those teams. Um, I see I your think, face. I, I think that I deserves that. like that deserves like prison time because yeah, like, yeah, I think Powell's Powell's great and he was a great wingman for Kobe. Like, but he know, was yeah, great was secondary good. guy for Kobe. But yeah, like like take Kobe out of the picture and tell tell me how how yeah, the I Lakers would would have done. I, mean, I agree. I agree. Like, yeah, and I, I love, I love Pow, and I was honestly, idiots will argue that. Honestly, I'm a little sad. Like, not that he has a lot left in the tank at this point. You know, a little little older in his career. But I was hoping he'd play for the Blazers, like actually play for the yeah, Blazers. Yeah, would have been nice. And then they ended up kind of like cutting him in like a ceremonial way that he was kind of going to like stay with the team as a coachy kind of thing. And then he's like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'll go do yeah. my own thing." And I mean, I think he's still I'll go away. Yeah, I'll just go away forever. But like, no, I was hoping like it's. You know, even though he's not who he once was, it's still cool to see players of that caliber in your team's jersey. Yeah. You know, come coming out. And then the, the rumor was that they were both going to go to FC Barcelona. It appears that that's not necessarily the case. Um, but, yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on what the Gasol brothers are doing. Yeah, because Mark, you know, is kind of like, again, also towards yeah. that end. He's 35. You know, you know he's proven that in, in you know, Toronto. He's a little, a little slower. Let's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I, I still think there are a few teams out there that would like him for, you know, significantly less money oh, than totally. I guess, he was making I think you get him for, like, year. you get it for a nice, like, veteran, you know, mid-level kind of thing. It's like, yeah. that's a he's – still, he's still tough, and he can still help your, you know, help your team. Because I think he's so – he's super he's super skilled, and obviously he was the better defender of the, the two. Because he was, like, known yeah. for, like, defensive, yeah. defensive presence. Whereas – you know, Pau Gasol was the better individual offensive player at his prime. Um, and then as far as uh, career scoring, 
they are at 33,146 points. Pau has 20,894 of those, and Mark has 12,252. Um, will the Gasol brothers score any more NBA points? We don't know. That's, that's uh, yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, Pau's kind of. Pau, I think, might be done. Done. I mean, because he had the last Mark, two years. I, I still, like, I felt like Mark was going to come back this year for at least another year in the NBA. Or could so he be we'll Or could he be a guy that, you know, doesn't come over till later in the season when some team, like, you know, has that need. Yeah. Oh, you, to have you, an NBA out? Yeah. Yeah, like have That's an NBA out and, you know, just come yeah. come later in the in the season yeah. when some teams like. When oh, did Mark Gasol become the better of the two, like, uh, in the NBA? After, definitely after Pau was. Because like, he made his first like All-Star it. team in 2012. Yeah. And uh, they make it together in 2015. And uh, at this point, Powell is in the Eastern Conference and playing for Chicago. Um, yeah, I want to say, like, sometime around there, like, they, they Yeah, they're, they're kind of switching. They and, like, switch. and then, yeah, because that Memphis grind city, you know, style yeah. of, of you know, like, Mark and, and Zach Randolph, like, that was a – yeah, that was pretty solid. So yeah, I, I think Mark's been like the better player for quite a few years now. In the more recent, but yeah, yeah. but again, overall, yeah, we overall, are, we are going to say you know, Powell yeah. Pal was the guy for Spain, um, and as well as uh, Mark played. Uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, I think Mark currently, like if he were to play for Spain, would have a a larger role. But yeah, Powell was always the guy that they kind of built around and. Even when he broke his ankle and they won, they won the gold medal in the world championships. Like you know, you still kind of gave it as like Pagasol's team. Oh, totally. And, I think uh, I think yeah, I, they they both have had fantastic like international careers. And, when I think he put know. that he put that you know that scene on the map. You know, like a lot of like basketball in Spain was yeah. like you know flows through. Oh, yeah. So you know, like yeah, he's always like historically going to be the dude. But I mean. I think they're both Hall of Fame level guys. Um, Powell for sure. Mark, I, I, I think probably gets Mark, it. Yeah, I think Mark, you know, I think winning that championship in Toronto super, super helps. He's got, yeah. you know, his defensive players of the year. Like, yeah, I think he was, he was probably one of the better centers of this generation, which yeah. is not saying a ton because it's not a center heavy yeah. generation. But I mean, he's, but I guess, like, are there like two Hall of Fame brothers out there? There may be. Mm. The near future. Yeah, no, totally. Like, I mean, that would be... And I, I think it would be Mark and Pagasol. Well, you know, some of them could get mentioned in, you know, the, the speech, you know, the acceptance speech at the Hall of Fame. But... Brother to brother. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... Yeah, I definitely um, yeah. would say they, they have the best chance of both being in, being in the Hall of Fame for sure. And yeah, like, we'd love to know, like, do you have a, a sibling, older brother, younger brother, sister, cousin, someone that you, like... Let us know. Um, meanwhile, uh, what was the tally, bud? The older siblings were victorious. Peace, Connecticut. But I gotta say, like, if you if you have a you know a sibling and you got a rivalry, let us know who you think is the best. Like, which one of you is the best and why? Yes. Let us know in the in the comments here. If you're on if you're watching us on YouTube, if you're listening to us, you can tweet us at Viseland. You can email us at Viselandpod at gmail.com. Let us know why you're better than that other person. We love competitiveness. We love a little spite every now and yeah. then, every now and again. So definitely, we should be doing also like NBA um, and WNBA. That, that would have been oh yeah, across as well. No, there's definitely some. Yeah, I know at least Javel McGee and uh, Amani McGee Stafford. Um, yeah, third. I mean, number of others. Go back to Cheryl Reggie Miller. 
Indeed. You know, that's that always, that's always gets written up there in yeah. the, uh, talk about two hall of famers. Yeah, yeah. no, totally. That's a, it's probably the first sibling. Yeah. Sibling hall, sibling of, hall of famers. Hall of famers. Probably. Uh, I don't know. Like, I think like, uh, maybe playing. Yes, playing. Like be. not, not, not talking coaching. Like coaching. Is, yeah. Could be something we'll have to look into. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Anything else to add, Jason? I, you know, I am just really waiting for us to figure out when the season is going to start again because now it's like that's a good question. Man. Do I do I start getting super excited about free agency? It's and the supposed potential to be December twenty second, but we'll see. Because the the NBA needs Christmas Day. Like they 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 can't miss that date. I don't. I, I mean, it like Christmas would suck a lot more without that without the NBA. Yeah, without like 17 games on that are all yeah. pretty good games. You know, like the, that you want to watch and, you know, seeing those matchups. Especially if you're Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even get presents. That's our present. Well, yeah, we go to the movies as soon as we wake up. So we're done with the movie by like 8.30 in the morning. And then we go watch basketball the rest of the day. It was an honor and a privilege. So that's like, for me, that's like the biggest thing that I kind of just want some clarity and closure on. Mm-hmm. And also just like, Maybe some more information on what's what's going down with the draft. I mean, I follow some of the guys on on Twitter, Instagram, and you see them working. We've, we've gotten some information though, like um, some of the measurements and uh, testing have been released for guys from the Minnesota area. So if anybody else has some, then we we're all ears, and we'd love to to see some more. But yeah, Trey Jones uh, has a forty inch vertical apparently, and uh, I think it was like thirty three no step also. And then um, Daniel Oturu got some nice measurements of like a nine foot two standing reach, seven four uh, wingspan. Um, but yeah, it would be nice to have the NBA.com combine measurements all. Uh, yeah, because really the guys are working out, but yeah, I want to know like who's really making a difference, like who's turning some heads. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of tough because it's so disjointed because guys aren't getting to go. You could also, board. you know, like uh, follow college basketball and do stuff like that. I could. I also could, you know, try to balance my life. You know, that's kind of the other. That's a, that's a major that's, thing. That's, an, that's, that's another a major thing. A problem at times. And then you've had one, you know, one week since you were in Utah at the Hoop Scene West Pro Insight mm-hmm. camp. Like, you know, you've had a week to digest it. You've watched some more stuff. So. Do you have any final thoughts on that event? Or like, is there anybody you've been thinking about since then that you're hoping is, because I know some guys, some scholarship offers have gone out since then. Yeah. For some um, of those guys. Matty uh, Traway just uh, received scholarship offers from almost everyone. Um, yeah, I, that, that's one where I, I still actually do need to watch tape and get a little bit more info there. But um, yeah, they'll come up in future episodes. All I know is I was very happy with how it went. And um, yeah, I'll be glad to talk about some of those guys in the future. Um, And then there was the, um, I guess it was called like the Border League. um, And they just had that. Uh, The team that basically represented IMG uh, beat uh, the team that uh, represents uh, Coronado from uh, Las Vegas, and um, all I know is the star of the weekend seemed to be Chet Holmgren for um, I, whatever the Minnesota team's name was. He's a T- big... I think it's Team Sizzle. Um, and which yeah. is confusing because Hot Sizzle, Hot Sauce, yeah. the N1 legend from Atlanta, so no, no really Minnesota connect there. Yeah. But you know, Chet Holmgren's one of those dudes, still incredibly skinny, yeah, but so big and talented and like yeah. 
verticality is crazy, yeah, timing he's... crazy, has some ability to shoot, has some ball skills. Um, but yeah, Jaden Hardy, I think, was like the star of the weekend. And he had a, a 46-point game um, and beat prolific prep. I, I think it was, it was kind of a, an upset there. And uh, in that 46-point game, had nine three-pointers. Um, just guy is a walking bucket, crazy range. And it seems like he's really zoned in and kind of gunning for that number one spot. Um, there's still a few guys that I think uh, are ranked ahead of him for like fairly good reason, but Jaden Hardy's certainly like a really interesting prospect. I think even has like a plus like five or six wingspan. And, uh, and we know his older so, brother is coming to play for Oregon this he year. He is playing for Oregon. And as of this recording... Not expecting Jaden to do the same. Oh, totally, totally not. But as of yeah. this recording... I, th- I think we're in, the, we're in the final grouping. As of this recording, though, according to ESPN, University of Oregon basketball does have the number one rated recruiting class in the country for 2021. Yeah, the accuracy idea. of that is highly questioned, yeah. but... I well, I think, I think they're still kind of keeping Frank Kepnang as, as 2021 versus 2020. Yeah. But, you know, like, as, as an Oregon fan. He will technically be a 2021. I, I will. I will yeah. yeah, he's retro. He's I'll, I'll, take, I'll take that number one status and, you know, grab yeah. some good little buzz on social media. So hopefully the Ducks continue that momentum. Yeah. And that's I think uh, Duke is going to have the number one rated recruiting class. That's oh, just my guess. Generally, when it's all said and done, that's, I mean, that's how the... Paulo Banchero and A.J. Griffin may be the two best players in the class. So uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. is certainly up there. And I, I guess they're making some moves to try and get him to go to K- Kentucky or Kansas. But it seems like Duke is still a favorite there also. But yeah, we uh, we'll uh, we'll have more high school basketball news and uh, things to go over. Yeah, because yeah. recru- recruiting's recruiting's you know we still college basketball starts next month. Recruiting we have early signing period happening in December, so you know there is some time for some hijinks to ensue. And this is really the the only basketball we're going to get right now is going to be college and kind of some recruiting buzz until we figure out like what's what are those next steps for NBA. They are playing overseas in Europe. Howard Dorsey from, from, from Oregon just had a great game over in EuroLeague. He made nine threes, which is, I think it was like 26 points, which is like a EuroLeague high. How do you make nine threes? Oh, it's just 27. Yeah, I, uh, he made eight. Eight, yeah. <laughs> I wanted him to make nine. <laughs> You're just thinking of Jaden Hardy, man. Jaden Hardy. Hey, Jayden, yeah. hey, eight threes is still pretty impressive. I will take it. But, you know, follow, follow your favorite former college basketball players. They, they, they appreciate the love overseas when they're out there, they're out there balling and giving their best. But yeah, what, what, what are some other basketball things on your mind right now? Not too much. Yeah. Lakers won the NBA championship. And um, yeah, I, I'd say there are lots of great articles out there right now. And uh, there's some news coming out and uh, we'll have that for you in the next little while. Uh, but yeah, just, um, yeah, looking forward to – well, college basketball is coming in uh, – One month. Apparently November one, 25th. Yeah, one month from this, the, the date of this recording. So we're recording. hoping. We're hoping everything happens there. So No, totally. Yeah. Hopefully everyone – And can... then the draft is apparently November 18th. But that'll be like probably like the NFL. That'll be like a Zoom, a Zoom draft. Yeah. But, you know, honestly – I don't it does, care it about doesn't guys going to the draft. I just oh, no, no, care totally. about where they get taken. Did you, did you see, though, in the NFL, there was the one thing, like, the one family was, like, it was because it was just the families were shown on camera, and the guy got drafted, and they were, like, celebrating, and then, like, all the other people were coming in from the other room, and the dad's like, 
<laughs> get the fuck out. Like, don't get on the camera. Don't ruin this for us. So it's like one of those, one of those things. And obviously still excited for the guys that get to get to get drafted. But yeah, um, thank you guys so much for listening. This is our first episode in person. Hopefully first live. First live. Hopefully, you know when things get back to relative to, relative normal and travel yeah. becomes normal or you know we can we can do a little bit more of these and you know maybe some different different locales different locations you know who yeah. who knows where we'll be at but thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen if you want to follow he this guy on twitter he's at nba draft mikey v if you want to follow me on anything i'm at jay Weisenberg. you want to follow both of us at the same time and get like the best of both worlds at viseland or you can email us at viselandpod at gmail.com Please go ahead, subscribe, like, share. We appreciate you guys so much for all the love. Yeah, really appreciate it on the last episode too. Yeah, so thank you guys for being Vizelanders. We, we, we're glad that you're part of our tribe. So definitely. Part of our tribe. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> thank know. you, Vizelanders. We really appreciate you. We appreciate all the support. And yeah, really uh, thank you so much for watching Vizeland. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next week.